guys, welcome to the Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, it's the movie Disney doesn't want to talk about, so we will, because we're talking about their 25th animated classic, The Black Cauldron. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turning into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's got nard. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Happy guy, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. I really appreciate it. So do the other guys, but mostly me. Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Dude, Cody Everett. Cody, Ar- Cody Army showing up. <laughs> one man army. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's see everybody else so, here is a, a card what up, carrier. What up, Army of One? I see everybody else here is a is a uh, a card carrying uh, Chris Army fan. I'm a huge Chris Army fan. Yeah. Card carrying member. I've been Chris Army actually uh, for uh, 31 years. 30. That's wow. deep. That's deep to be Bro, in the Chris I'm Army. I'm like a general in the Chris Army. Jeez. Yeah. When you to join the Chris Army, instead of painting your face, you just waft your hair up and wear tight pants. That's what you do. Waft it up. Waft it. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I, remember the mo- I remember the moments I put on the first pair of tight pants. I felt like I was part of a family. Yeah, yeah. that's really what it means. You yeah. know, you had to wear compression pants the other week. I just wear them every day of the yeah, week. Yeah, I had to wear them because my my ankles got swollen because I'm a fat. We had person. to get jumped into the Chris Army. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. He jumped us in with John yeah. Waters films. Yeah, we had to watch like every John we had, Waters we had, film. It was back actually to back. just Pink Flamingos for twenty four hours. That was straight. It's like a Clockwork Orange experiment. Yeah. But every time he Pink would Flamingos. pretend like he was putting on a different movie, and then he would call it by a different name. And then when we tried to correct him, he would say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough forty eight hours. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird time, man. But you know what? We're better now for it. <laughs> Do us a favor, guys. Head over to iTunes. <laughs> Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show when you're done with that. Head over to coltfilmandreview.com. Make sure you put in your request for films for us to review and pick up your t shirt while you're there. Buffalo 66, May 10th, Phoenix Film Bar. They can get tickets where, Chris Army? The filmbarphx.com. That is. Correct. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salusio. Hi, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about The Black Cauldron. It was directed by Ted Burn- Berman. Wow. Ted Berman and Rich Richard Rich. I don't know why I'm struggling. Richard Rich. On these names. It's Dick Richard. <laughs> Dick Rich. <laughs> Dick Rich. <laughs> it was written by Lloyd Alexander. came out in 1985. Ha- Let me say a full word there. Had a budget of forty-four million. I'm on my own case tonight. I'm on my own case. Don't worry. Yeah. Had a budget of forty-four million. Made twenty-one point three million in the box office. Has a rating of PG and currently sits at Wait a minute. PG. Are those numbers correct? This movie cost forty-four million dollars. I believe today. it, dude. It's animation, bro. I believe it. And it was a bomb. I need to hear with that. <laughs> Has a fifty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes meter. Martin Rotten. Fuck, dude, bro. I, this is rough. Man, put that hey guys, mouth away, am I right? I just want to say thanks for, for toughing, toughing through the, this one with me and uh, really hanging in there if you're still listening. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, I've been yeah. struggling through the Black Cauldron uh, <laughs> intro, and you guys are 
hanging in there, and I, I just thank you. You know, it's funny. Thank no you. one will know this because I'll just do a super cut of this, and it'll be like, "Hey guys, welcome to Co- M in Review." <laughs> Tonight we're talking about Black Cauldron. <laughs> sound like a fucking ransom video. Yeah. Rotten to- meat tomatoes. <laughs> Send your child <laughs> to us. Five thousand dollars. The, the, the M in, in tomatoes is just as long. Me rotten to <laughs> me. <laughs> this is Mike's pick. Do you Ma- want to just try again, Ben? Do you want to just see if we can do like I a think thing? it's funny. <laughs> of course you do. This was Mike's pick. We're just rolling with it. It's a fun night. This, can we have a good night? Wild right. night. Wild night. Wild night. This was Mike's pick. Mm-hmm. Mike, why'd you pick the Black Cauldron? Uh, Because I just got back from Disneyland and I'm still on that like Disney high. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, let's do another like dark Disney film. Mm-hmm. And it was between this and Watcher in the Woods. Uh, this one I had seen, but I had not seen Watcher in the Woods, and and uh, you guys all voted. We did our own little vote, our own little fan pick. Yeah. And uh, you guys went with Black Cauldron, so I feel like you guys are 50% like in on this. That's really cool, because like, like, when I went to Universal Studios, same thing happened, but I just watched The Mummy Returns yeah. like, a lot. <laughs> just a, like, a lot of Brendan <laughs> Fraser. We, we have not done a Mummy movie yet, though. <laughs> I was like super into it, man. I, I, yeah. Uh, okay, come on. So, <laughs> thanks. Come on now. Come on. You can chip, do it. Chip, chip, chip pony. <laughs> so uh, when was the first time, Kyle, that you had seen or heard of The Black Cauldron? The first time I'd seen it was this watching. I had heard of it before because I think this is included with the other, um, you know, the era of like 11 scary or adult mm-hmm. Disney films. I think this one's roped in with that. And I had never seen it, and I've seen most of the other ones on the list. So I've been wanting to watch this movie, so I was really happy that Mike picked it. So I've been wanting to see this one too because I've never seen it either, and I was happy that Mike picked it too because for some reason I've always seen the the the, the artwork for this in the video store and stuff like that, but never picked it up. Yeah, never picked it up, and and yeah, so and it's crazy. So there's like things like there's images like especially towards the end when he's fighting the the Horn King, like those images and the ones that are always used when you're talking about like you know scary Disney films. But like I don't know what we'll get into it. But after watching the movie, I was like, doesn't need to be on that list. Like the weird thing is, is like I, I it's one of those Disney movies too. And we'll get to Chris here in in due <laughs> yeah. time. Fuck Chris. We'll get to, <laughs> fuck we'll, Chris Army. We'll get to Chris. <laughs> we'll get to Chris here in due time. Chris, just wait patiently. We're gonna get to you. Um, He's like staged. He's ready to go. Yeah. He's poised. <laughs> but a this lot is of this. this is not a Disney film that I can ever think of where people are like, yeah, dude. Black Cold, like no one ever talked. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I've talked to people about Hercules and like other Disney movies, See, but, guess, but there are other films on this list. Yeah, like, but, but this is not. Like, well, no one talks about the Emperor's New Groove. Anymore. <laughs> no, I, like, I would yeah. talk about that. Was a that. People, Disney film, and I watched it in theaters. I loved it. People I love talk it. about it. It's a great movie. No, they don't, man. Yes, they, they don't. do. I do. Go to Disneyland. I'm a people. You, you won't see anybody selling a like Emperor's New Groove doll. Like that's like one of those. That's a shame. You're, crunk, it's true. It's a goddamn crunk, shame. Yeah. Kronk is amazing. I love that movie. So do I. <laughs> Same thing. Kronk. Chris! Chris! <laughs> I almost took over. When was the first time that you had seen or heard of The Black Cauldron? I remember like seeing the box on the shelves at the video store when we worked there. But... Thanks, Chris. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Cool. <laughs> At the time, I had no idea that it was part of the Dark Disney catalog, and as we've done the show, we've kind of opened that door to exploring those Dark Disney films. Yeah. 
I had seen, I voted for this one because um, I had seen Watcher in the Woods and I just wanted to see another one in this library. So, um, you know, but yeah, first time watching it and was definitely on the list. So, yeah. And that's, I kind of brought it up a little bit in my, uh, in, in my intro there, but it's true, man. Like, I don't think I've ever heard like, there's a, there's a couple of movies where just Disney does not. Yeah, they, they release this. It, they were they at least release this one, but they don't really talk about this one. The other I, ones they don't really release. Co- Cody, it, it is a collection of ten films which have not gotten a Blu-ray release yeah. from Disney. Is this one of those ten films? Yeah, there's this one. We covered the other one, right? We did something wicked. This way comes. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. one of them. Watcher in the woods. Another one. This one. I Black think hole. the race to which mountains might be included in that actually black hole yeah. black hole is this one and there's one other animated film I like think. definitely fuzz bucket though <laughs> nobody remembers fuzz bucket no, no. Mm-hmm. that shit was fucking nope that was my jam it was it was about a guy's uh imaginary imaginary friend coming to life uh, and it turns out to be like this weird like yeti creature Huh, and he's like walking around, everybody can see, it, and he's like, it's just like, <laughs> like the dumbest card. It's it wasn't a cartoon; it was actually like a live action. Oh, wow. but it was like it looked like a little Chewy. It looked like Chewy's kid in the holiday special. Okay. Okay. Just running wow. around doing stuff. Anyways, what that's we Fuzz about? Bucket. That is Fuzz Bucket. Why don't we get to the plot of Black Cauldron? With plots with Mike, the Black Cauldron. Uh, it <laughs> stars uh, this young kid, Talon. He lives with this old man for some reason. And he takes care of his wig. <laughs> it's true. Was that his grandfather? No one knows. His caretaker. Something. I think it was just some old guy. Maybe he was like a ward. I really wanted to know the backstory <laughs> to that. But anyways, that's for a later a later event. Anyways, um, <laughs> he's taking care of this pig who this old man basically is like, look, man, this, this pig has special powers. And at this point... You wonder, like, does this kid think like he's crazy, and that's why I'm sticking around? Yeah. <laughs> or, anyways, there is a uh, evil warlord who is looking for the black cauldron, which is this uh, ancient artifact that housed a a evil king, I believe it was. The, yeah, the king yeah. was turned into the cauldron. He's trapped it. in it. He was trapped in it. I think. Or something like nah, he, he's embedded into the steel. Somehow okay. they it's a, use it's this an evil to, device to take on this dark king who had lost in the past it's like that old ancient prophecy thing and anyway so uh everyone's after this cauldron because it'll give them powers and so is this dark king guy or w- what's his name in this the horn king the horn mm-hmm. king correct the horn king is looking <laughs> what? what's his name the horn king that's correct <laughs> oh. <laughs> correct chris did, i was testing you you <laughs> didn't know two minutes ago <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> so the Horde King is looking for this thing because he wants to gain this ultimate power um, and it turns out uh, he can't find it so the only thing that can find it is this pig mm. so next now becomes this thing where it's kind of like Ring Rays chasing this pig around and this kid is forced to uh, basically take care of the pig still <laughs> get it into safety get it to safety so they don't get their hands on it and learn where the back cauldron is and uh I can't say it. It's like <laughs> it's pretty. It's like a, every other Disney adventure. No, it's not. Well, no, what? it really isn't. Well, <laughs> I mean, like no, but I mean the characters are pretty well, similar. It has the same. It has the same kind of yeah. like structure, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like any other adventure film from the eighties. That's how we should have just capped this all off. It's like every other Disney film. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you've seen it. You've seen the film. You've seen one. You've seen them all. Yeah, especially <laughs> Wally. We'll, we'll get into other stuff. But I just want to make one one correction. One correction. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, Cauldron. No, he called. Uh, 
he called Taron Talon, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he called the Horn King. He said like the Ring Ring. The Ring Wraith. The Ring Wraith. The Ray Ray? The Ray Ray. No, I was just trying to say it was like a Ring Wraith situation. Okay. They're chasing right. them. And then he called it at the pick. end. A back cauldron. A back cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> Which, That's listen, you don't want to mess with a back cauldron. No, so the, the black cauldron's one it's thing, like a, but the back it's cauldron? Like an infection. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a huge boil on your back. Yeah. Oh. You got a back cauldron. You got a back cauldron. What? <laughs> got to lance that open. Is that the scientific name? It's a medical name, yeah. Do this. Let's take a break from this train wreck of an intro, and when we come back, we will be better in talking uh, about the black cauldron or back cauldron. We're not sure. What's that for? Put Hainwen down. I never use her powers unless I have to. But now I must. Powers? Taran, what you are about to see, you must never reveal to anyone. Hainwen, from you I do beseech. Knowledge that lies beyond my reach. Troubled thoughts beyond your heart. Pray you now those thoughts in part. I don't know. Here's what I got from the beginning, because I feel like we got different things from the beginning of this movie, and I just want to talk about okay. that from your description of it. Okay. So you said, like, you don't know who the guy is, and I don't necessarily know who this guy is either, but the end kind of gives me this thing, and I even got the, the feeling in the, in the beginning. The, I feel like uh, Taryn is sent there for some sort of training, and I felt like it was to be a warrior, because his first line is like, what if I'm too old to miss the war? It's, it's something like that. And I felt like, oh, he's well, there to train with this guy. Yeah, he's and this guy there. is just Mr. Miyagi in him and having him take I care know, of him. No one's saying that that guy's a warrior. No, 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 no. No one's saying that at all. He, he's clearly there, though, to be part of this adventure. Like, that's why at the end he gives him good job. Oh, no, I know. It's a, Yeah, the end is like, oh, it was a setup. The whole I know. I understand that. But what I'm saying you is... You think they tricked him into thinking he's going to be a warrior, but he's no, just going to no, be a pig handler? That, that, that thing is, like, he has that, that like he has that notion, so it makes me think of, like, he's just waiting for his training to start, oh. but his training hasn't started yet, and this whole time he's like, I've just been taking care of this pig. The whole time where the old guy's like, oh, yes, you've just been taking care of it, but really, you're its protector. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they did, this, they did the same thing in another movie where you thought sanding some two-by-fours didn't come into play, and then, you know, yes. Ralph Macchio whoops some ass. I said he Mr. Miyagi'd him. That's what I said. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. Mr. Miyake was a karate master. Yeah. What the fuck is this guy? I think <laughs> but he knows He knows no, the I, power of the pig. Because I, here's yes. the other thing. I think he's a mystic or like... Um, like uh, a, I thought a wizard. I thought a wizard. like a wizard. But this thing. dude wanted to be a warrior? Like, wouldn't he yes. go to like under a tutelage like a page but and no. become a knight well, and shit? No, like, does it, no does because it, they knew is better. It, yeah, but Mer- Merlin, like, it doesn't Merlin, Um, he kind of coaches Arthur along the way and helps yeah. him become a warrior even though he's a magician a of his that's own. That's a different scenario. That's but I feel like, like that's kind of the same yeah, story they, they pulled Given from. a background of like, you know, one day this old man came to my door and called, called me the chosen one. And I'm just <laughs> here to take care of a fucking pig. Like, that would make a lot of sense. But like, all we know is that there's a young boy living with an old man and he's taking care of his pig. But like, why is he there? I was like, he's getting paid. At first I thought it was his job, but it's clear that like, this is all this kid has. Yes. Couldn't I have seen like a like a thing like my parents were killed and Well doesn't he say he, he wanted to go off to ninety seven? Does he say something about having a brother? Nope. No. I thought he did. There's like no, no backstory. Like all the all the backstory Listen, is Mike, about the world. Mike, if if mo- more movies had a lot of to, like 
if if more movies explain shit, then we wouldn't be doing what we're doing here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but this is Disney. <laughs> okay. I expect more. It's a weird I, era of Disney. I just right? got the I got the impression that he was there for some sort of training and he may have thought it was for Warrior. But I think the whole time, they, yeah, that guy was like, no, this is more like magic. Like, this is more like magic training. Well, I mean, let's, I think, let's be funny. honest. But, he he did train somehow, him to be a warrior. He ended up being a warrior. No, he was only a warrior because of that sword. No, but the, the sword. But he, he was the he pig had, handler. He was the handler of the pig. Yeah, but the, very pristine. Yeah, but he doesn't have the pig for the last three quarters of the film. So clearly his job isn't to be the pig handler. His job is to be the warrior and help defeat the Horned King. I understand that, but like, how the hell did this? Like, why did why didn't we have a backstory as to like how this old man? Because he, it's magic. I think it's just Disney, and they're like, the, kid, the kids won't care. The kids won't care about this, who this guy no, is. He's a grandfatherly, wizardly movie, type figure. I feel like, this movie, I feel like, is almost so <laughs> intricate, though. Like, uh, that's well, why. One thing that should be known is there's like 12 minutes cut out of this movie. Yes, there was is. the beginning. I don't know, but there no, was definitely there's story. More pig activity. There was yeah. more story to this. I mean, this this is based on like a series of books. Right. So but they it, tried to cram like the whole series into you know, okay, one that movie. That makes a little bit more sense. But I guess it's nothing like the books also because they changed the story so much. Yeah, they did. And it was because they tried to incorporate elements from all the stories. So the story just this changed. about a book. Yeah, it's like a, it was a series, I guess. So, so, but also like, boom, boom. This is when what Eisner came in and he got pissed when he saw the first cut and went in the editing room and started chopping shit up himself. So, it's oh, so kind this of one's at the end of the Dark Disney because when Eisner came yeah. in, that's when he fucking shifted all that crap to yep. TriStar or some shit. Fucking Dark Disney shit Dude, again? No, because kids <laughs> were, we were done this. with this. From what I read, kids were running out of the theater. Million on this, like kids were running yeah. out of the theater. It was a lot more gory. It was a lot Whoa. more oh, wait, wait, intense. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So the, the cut I didn't, I saw wasn't like the right. director's no. cut. No, there is no director's cut. Exists. Yeah, they don't want to show it. No, he went and the head, the head of Disney pulled it out. No one's seeing it. I, I as okay, far as I know, are you talking about like a screening. I don't. Yes, they, they, they screened had, it. They screened it. They and screened def- it for kids, and kids like started running out. Yes. Is what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was like during the premiere, but no. it's not even that. Like I think Michael Eisner already he looked at it and said it wasn't commercial enough for families. It was too dark. It was too violent. Oh, and man, like I wish I'd seen that was version. pissed because it was already. I'm guessing so expensive, and I guess it's really taboo to get rid of shit when it comes to animation because. It takes so long to do, yeah. you know? So, like, for him to go in and take out that much of the film, it was like, whoa. Like, yeah, that's, you're, a, that's like shitting on your animators who you don't even know that well because you just came into the picture and there was, like, this big controversy about mm. that. Interesting. Yeah. The Black so. Cauldron. So it's kind of a mishmash, and if you notice, there's just a lot of names involved, and I think yeah. Yeah. a lot of people had opinions about what it should or shouldn't be, and it was in a weird transition phase for Disney, so it got kind of... Like, this, This I guess, started in the 70s, the story, and then, like, by the 80s is when it finally got made because, like, there was all the controversy with, like, Don Bluth leaving, and new animators kept having to come in and pick this project back up, mm-hmm. and then, yeah... So it went through a very long time of like trying to get actually to the screen and get accomplished. Like you'll even notice that like an- the animation style in this film changes a lot. You yes, know? I know exactly when you're talking. About. Yeah, there's a yeah. quite a few scenes where it's like eh, it doesn't quite look the same. That character looks a little different. The coloring's a little different. Um, 
the way they cut the film, they they try to tell a different story in this movie, like than there was originally planned. So it's it, it's a mishmash. I think so I can't stop laughing. It's like it's so clear that. Chris has done his homework. Yeah. And no, everybody else is like, really? Oh, <laughs> just so you want to read this one? Go ahead, buddy. Dude, keep going. What yeah. else? No, I just <laughs> like, I mean, I think. Encyclopedia <laughs> yeah. Chris yeah. tonight. Yeah. And no. in 1986, yeah. when this movie went on Walt, video. My next question, Walt, is. Um... <laughs> Walt Willenbrick. <laughs> well, I know. I also know it was supposed to be like a, like a contender and follow up kind of to Snow White and that was the intention going into the story mm-hmm. huh. but it uh, it just look that's who she looks like she looks like Snow White a little bit I was like well there's a princess you never fucking hear about huh yeah well definitely um, and I'll tell you another thing that now that you think about it, like there's one thing that bothers me about this is that like the, I feel like the one thing this film is missing is music like if it was had some music in it it would have been oh, better yeah, like, it's oh, the like one Disney thing there's like true. no music true no songs there's really. no songs in this Toy Story doesn't no I'm just kidding that's Pixar uh, but no that, that's the thing is like this, Randy Newman's uh, fucking sorry, track I'm just glad that this. you said Snow you White because you got me. a cauldron in me <laughs> uh, but that's the thing that this movie Randy Newman <laughs> it's weird because they even ha- they even try to have they even try to have one uh-huh. Like in this movie that they they kill off, but <laughs> th- there's re- there's really no charm to the, this movie. It's real weird, like that. It doesn't have that Disney that, I, that Disney charm that you're used to. I, you, I, sorry, go ahead. You, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because um, I was thinking that when I was watching it because Me too. you know when when I'm watching like animated movies or these adventure films, it's like you know they like they they hit these certain like marks along the way, and it, each mark you're supposed to kind of feel a little bit more like strongly for these characters and like it felt like they were just checking off like this just felt like all right and at the 15 minute mark we get the adventure starts and it's just very cold Mm. like it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like a a normal animated movie that kind of hooks you with the characters and you find these characters lovable or likable or something Mm. like it just felt very like by the books almost I definitely right. like a hundred percent agree with this. Yeah, yeah. Like there are moments when this where I was just like, and insert cute creature. There will be the comedic, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> balance to all of this. Okay, there he is. Yep. Yeah, but they even what? do like. Oh, hold on, I just wanted to say. I, I remember you mentioning earlier on in the week. You said that this didn't feel like a Disney movie to you. So I went into yeah. it kind of thinking about that, and I actually like disagree with that. I feel like it feels very much like Sleeping Beauty and Sword in the Stone. Like it has like that same kind mm-hmm. of animation style as you see in there. But also they're trying some like new things. So I did get the Disney vibe on so this. you said Don Bluth was attached to this? Um, first? I don't know if he was attached to it. I know Tim Burton worked on this too. Like he was an because I, I mean I'll tell you right now when I watch this, that's that's the animator I get and I like uh, like an envisionment of yeah. kind of a little bit like ah oh, looks like Don Bluth was like... gone already from Disney by the time this actually yeah. got made. So, so. Right, 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 right. But it does have that feeling of like a weird kind of like Dragon's Lair situation. Well, going if, on. yeah, you look at the colors they <clears> use. I mean, there's a lot of like that Sleeping Beauty kind of like the castle, the scraggly, you know, yeah. like but, wood. And I think what we're talking about is I I okay I I went back a little I agree visually yeah. it definitely has like a Disney vibe mm-hmm. but like from a storytelling perspective and from like a character development and and stuff it just it feels so flat it's it, yeah dude it feels like so by the numbers mm-hmm. but here's the weird thing is that Disney movies are by the numbers 
Like you can go to any one of those things, yes. and there's always like the intro song where either Ariel or somebody is talking about whatever plight they're in and how they want to change. Right. And then it's like then they kind of make a movement and they make a mistake and they get caught up in this whole thing. And then sure. they're in their adventure. Like it, you could you can you can definitely pace that by the numbers. But there's something about this film that there's no. I, I guess like it's there's by the numbers no, in a wrong way. Yeah, right. Like it's like they. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like things that are way overstated and weird things that are we- like weirdly understated. Like the whole beginning, right? We're saying that we don't know who this guy is. There's really no backstory given to it. All of a sudden, this pig get, get, gets in a fucking tub, starts screaming for no reason, and the the guy's like, "Oh, I didn't want. I didn't think I would have to show you this, <laughs> but I guess. Oh, I guess I'll have to show you that the yeah. pig, if you stick its nose in the water, it gets drunk and shows you images. Oh, its eyes look like it yeah. took some LSD, dude. It's, like it's fucking, crazy. Fucking it, image snot comes out of its fucking yeah. snout. And the image it basically shows is that this king is searching for the black cauldron, and it. And it's just now discovered the pig because the pig has used its powers, which makes it like it's like which makes it like Sauron. Yeah, yeah which makes exactly. it like Sauron. Immediately, it, there's a there's a there's a definite Lord Dude, of the Rings vibe. This Hobbit movie vibe just it, yeah. feels like Fellowship of the Rings. It sure does. Like yeah. there's yes the 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 pig's vision being like same same as Sauron. The uh, that little creature is like a fucking Dude. total Smeagol. If yeah. I like had watched this and then that, I'd been like, oh, they clearly they copied go, this. When they know? go into the Hobbit hole, that is the witches. Like house, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. like a hobbit hole. It does. This whole, I, I was seeing that the whole time. I was like, and I was going to do research and I forgot to, but I was going to research <laughs> if, if, if Fellowship wow, of the really? Ring. Don't worry, we have Chris here doing it. Was, well, guys, you're right. Was, was a source of inspiration or not? Like, you know, if Tolkien was a source of inspiration for this, but you said this is based on a, a known series of books. Well, maybe the writer. Was inspired by no, Lord of the Rings, dude, or the original it, writer. I think it got through so many people, and this got rewritten so many times. Man, I mean, it just yeah, turned it, into I mean, what people the fantasy thought fantasy element, was. Though, still there. Uh, like, hmm. no, no. It just, I think it just turned into what people thought was fantasy, and then a lot of people read that book, Lord no, of the no, Rings. No, no, no. I feel like Disney oh, fantasy. Like, I feel like this it's is t- definitely a like a like this a movie was high fantasy. Yeah, film. but this movie was rewritten several times by different writers. What I'm saying is, I'm sure it somewhat resembled the book when it started, and by so then people who had like no idea about fantasy was like oh fuck I gotta write a fantasy script here uh, what do I know Lord of the Rings okay kind of make it like that you know it's, I mean, it's, sure you know, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm I, envisioning I, I don't know because the similarities are kind of like because as soon as the pig gets the vision he's like oh now the guy's like now he's seeing again he's oh well you gotta go you gotta stop doing the voice yeah cause you're not good at this voice <laughs> I'm very good at this voice <laughs> I don't know what this is. it just sounds like you but I'm like you know, like, like, yeah, like you're, you're <laughs> really exasperated yeah, like, like, I don't understand like, yeah cause he is <laughs> he's like I gotta ah. That's my Doc Brown. It's my Doc Brown. We got yeah. uh, <laughs> it. Like do- it's more yeah. a Doc Brown. Anyways, so, so the guy is like, "You gotta go." Hey, no, Jesus <laughs> Christ! He's like, "You gotta go," and he and he gets, he gets a bread and an apple, and says, "You gotta go to this fucking cottage." Well, what are you gonna animate a goddamn grocery bag? No, no you simplify it. Bread, apple. Guys no, got food like, ready go for the, the journey. <laughs> go to the go to the edge. Of the forest mm-hmm. and wait for me there in, the, in this cottage. Yeah, right. he's like cool. I'll, yeah. Take the pig with you. He's like, all right. He puts this pig yeah. on. Oh the yeah, leash. he was supposed to wait for him at the cottage. Yeah, but the oh, whole man. time. But that's, that's the thing. But see, the that's when you watch the ending. That's when you go back and you go, oh, he knew the whole time. Mm-hmm. He knew he would lose the pig because he knew he would see his reflection in the water and get really vain. No, he yes, knew. He yes. sent him on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's the thing, dude. He has that pig for two fuck. He makes it two feet from that fucking house, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They, that, two that, fucking yeah. feet. That, that, that pig came off the leash and three seconds later was poof, gone. Gone. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too. That pig seems pretty smart and like self-conscious a little bit. You right? know it's I, magic. You know it's a magic pig. Already. It doesn't seem like it understands. Yes. I yeah, but like there's that happens in Disney films all Because the motherfucker yeah. just keeps disappearing though. Yeah, what? Wilbur. He was conscious. Why are you so Yeah, why are you so, why are you so passionate this? about this? Guys, I'm trying to have a good episode. So every, you should every you. Disney film has <laughs> some oh my God. animal creature that like like a poo for Christ's sakes. He's a just a monkey monkey. Like he's not just yeah, but, he's not a magical oh, I thought, monkey. Yeah, I, but I thought poo's... you said a poo, like referring yeah, to no, Pooh Bear, and yeah. I was like, You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. Look How dare you call him a monkey? Yeah. <laughs> that monkey. A poo. No, what? but a poo's not running off. A poo is a bear, man. But a poo's not like going on. Is it like... a poo or a boo? What? Is it a poo? Neither. Is a poo from a uh, poo? From... It's poo and a poo. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 what's the one from The Simpsons? Who's the character from The Simpsons? That's a poo. That's a poo. A poo. It's a poo. And a but, boo but, is the monkey. So, right? so, is it a boo? Oh, wait, I think so, it might be a boo. So he's either a silly old bear, a monkey, or owns a convenience store. One of those. We three. don't know. We don't know. Anyway, Jesus Christ, everyone! <laughs> my, my point. My point. <laughs> Let's just see. Yeah. It's a boo. Okay. God damn it, <laughs> Chris! Fucking <laughs> super study over here. It's a boo. <laughs> no, um, my point being is that like it, it, like this is a theme in most Disney films. But what I'm saying is like those, those, those animals like, that are somewhat aware that can kind of talk to, they kind of you know, because like, but they <laughs> they do, but they don't just go like you know what. I'll go fucking run off. <laughs> like, <laughs> where does Hedwin goes like? Dude, again, Hedwin goes missing like a bunch of times in this movie. Well, she I learned, mean, it's, li- it's literally dude, the plot of Finding what ha- Nemo. What but okay, ha- what happens like the, when your dog gets out for the first time? Like, it fucking books its ass. It's yeah. planning every day how it can get out <laughs> again. Gets, yeah, but yeah. Hedwin gets. A, dude, my favorite though is when he finally like gets to the castle because you know they take Hedwin. They take Hedwin to the castle after they capture the dragon him. that fucking throws that pig around like it's nothing. Oh dude. yeah, that was fucking creepy. See, that, that's where uh, when I started watching this scene, I was like, oh, this is where it gets all fucked up. Is this where you start? Is this where you first see his? Does he get like a bloody nose or something from he gets this? A bloody lip. Yeah. And I was like, oh, blood I in a Disney movie. Some don't, blood, yeah. Don't know if I've seen that in a Disney movie. Blood. Yeah, he gets blood in his lip. He does. Yeah. So, but anyways, was... this pig, this pig, gets. My favorite thing that made me laugh out loud was this, this pig and fucking shackles. When they drill into there, they're like, <laughs> "We got the prisoner, sire, the creeper," and it, like they bring in this pig in shackles. I lost my shit because I'm like, "Really, guys? Like yeah, shackle that pig? Do yeah. important clearly." Pig. So wait, how smart wait. is this pig? Because it, this, they need psychic. to shackle this, it. This, it's psychic. Well, the kid had the pig for two minutes. And he lost it. They're not going to take risks. Yeah. They're not going to take the same risks. Yeah, they're going to shackle that pig. Yeah, very stealthy pig. Yeah, st- <laughs> one would say stealthy. <laughs> one might say. A stealthy pig. A master of espionage. <laughs> In the ninjutsu arts. Yeah. So anyways, when we get when we, we get to this castle and the, the 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 king is the evil king is like finally like show me where the black cauldron is, you realize uh once he's shown that and then throws fucking what's his name? Taron? Well, yeah, he's gonna yeah. he makes he's gonna kill the pig, he's gonna chop its freaking head off. Number one, he was never gonna fucking do that. Yeah, dude, that Acts Taren, like pretty menacing. I don't know, dude. Yeah, no, Taryn fell for Taryn fell for that shit because if he would have killed him, 
Yeah, it was, it was a definitely play. a play. It was but, a play. But also, pretty bluff. strong play. It worked he play, out. He plays buff. He plays. How does it work out? You go to the dungeon, Chris? No, they kick the fuck. Didn't they kick a bowl in the guy's face or something? Yeah, water is his weakness. Is the the yeah. the, the, the horn king's. He's weakness. like he's like Bruce Willis from yeah. Unbreakable. He does go yeah. to the dungeon though. <laughs> he he's like weakness. the aliens one from weakness. Signs, yeah. which is water. <laughs> yeah, he's like the aliens from Signs. Water also. Yeah. That's a thing with Shannon. I was just huh? re- I just realized I was like, man, he really thinks he's really scared of water. He really fucking hates water. Yeah, because isn't water a thing in Lady in the Water? What? It's called Lady in the Water. Right? I hope it is. <laughs> There's no water. No, in that film, <laughs> Lady in the Water. Oh. It's actually, it's in a Dry desert. land. What's this guy's thing it's with like, water? The movie takes place in the Sahara. Yeah. Dude, people who are listening to this just got their mind blown. <laughs> like, fuck, dude, I'm not sure on the hates water. Guys, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about the M. Dungeon. Shyamalan. We're talking about the dungeon and when the other char- where the where the other characters basically come into this. Which film. is the princess who didn't really seem much like a princess Who's in the she, movie because she's not a princess. She at really? some no at some point in the movie they say the he says to her that she's like. A steward or some shit like that? What? I don't know. No, no, no. I think you're talking about the scene where he says... Um, he's he, insulting her. Yeah, he's insulting her, and I don't care if you're a princess or not, or something like that, and she but runs he gave, off. He, he, there's a point where he gives her like an occupation where it was like, oh, yeah, is that really try- what she he, is? He was legitimately... He was insulting her. Because It was after they got out... It, right, it was after they got out of the yeah, castle, and he was being all fucking boasty. Well, they were shit. arguing about says, who did more. Or yeah, whatever. she said the the so I would say the sword did it, and then and that yeah that hurt his yeah. that hurt his ego because there's like I don't know there's there's something about her that like and also I just don't believe like okay if you're really a princess like. Your land's coming after you. You're, you're, no, you know. yeah, they don't do nothing to signal that she's a princess. They don't. T- I think show she her just royal says royal parents. They don't talk about where she's from or. Well, her I think the understanding was that the 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 Horn King came in and basically took her hostage because that was her castle. Wasn't I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. It got real quiet she, when you said that. The reason she was. <laughs> what was the reason she was in the, the dungeon, dude? I have. Here's the reason why. Because the Horn I thought King. She was the nope, princess of the castle. Nope. Horn King was going. It's because she had the glowing orb thing. The Horn King was going from mythical thing, mythical thing, looking yeah. for the thing that would put oh, him to the right, black Oh, that's right, that's right, you're right, you're right. Because they don't ever talk about it either with, what's it, Frankenfurter, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, but he's got the mythical, she, so Ooh, yeah. Fluter? She, Fluter. Yeah, yeah. Flimflam? Flimflam? He's got the, he's got the, they never talk about it, or what it does, yeah. it just proves when he's lying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was doing that shit, he was trying to collect every piece of mythical Okay, and that so was she had the, the glowing land. thing? The glowing orb was her yes. thing. She that was a, that was her, her thing. thing that never showed up again. <laughs> it's, right. it's a weird thing. Yeah, that's, I don't understand it because that's why I thought col- she was. I think it disappears after the cauldron appears because it's there when they go meet the witches. It's just like yeah. again, it's another weird well, thing is, that like doesn't get explained. Like this, I get it, you're collecting no, no. magical artifacts, but like he, well, all in an effort woman? to How find. How did she get it? I mean, yeah. I get why the the guy with the harp because then he yeah. could ask him where's the cauldron, right? And he maybe could see if, it like, would, if he's lying or not. Mm-hmm. No, am but, I hot? Am I cold? <laughs> I'm cold. I'm cold. <laughs> no, his, I think he was just yeah because she says that because she brings the I don't feel cold. she brings up that you know that he thought that the orb knew where the cauldron was so that's where I connected the dots of okay because they don't really bring up why he he captured Flim Flam. Whatever his name is, we keep on yeah. saying the wrong name. Flim flam, fluter flam, fiddle faddle, fiddle faddle. <laughs> I don't know. But fur to fur, he's just came along. I feel like when they when they when they take they him, they needed another comedic. It's comic relief. Yeah, yeah they need just, another one because we lose 
Grundy at this point. But I'm sorry. Thankfully, <laughs> we have l- lost Grundy. Yeah, we didn't Dude, really talk Grundy about Grundy. Sucks. Grundy is Grundy is what? <laughs> it's Gurgy, by the way, Gurgy, not Grundy. Gurgy. Gurgy. Although we can call him Grundy. Uh, Pretty sure it was not Grundy, but that's a name that pops yeah. into my head. He's a precursor. To st- <laughs> he's a precursor. Cur- precursor to Stitch. From yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Has a very Smeagol. similar voice. I could see that. And Smeagol. Yeah, no, I thought he, he got I a real he's more Smeagol, Smeagol vibe. than Stitch. No, he's got a lot of Stitch well, vibes, Well, yeah, the thing movements. is that you can't understand really anything that he's saying. Smeagol, you can kind of understand. <laughs> Smeagol, you can understand. It's more simplistic, like, yeah. yes. And he was doing a lot of the, oh, master. I don't, yeah. you know. And what that, a, he yeah. was doing the same what shit What a weird, stupid character just to pop out of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah. Crunchy pop, munchies. Pop out of nowhere and yeah, steal an apple. Like who cares? Steals an apple and becomes immediately calls uh, Taryn his best friend. Yeah, and that's that's it. It's his best friend forever. But yeah. then ditches him when he goes into the castle. Well, he's a total coward. Yeah, it's, it's actually the only. Well, I shouldn't say the only, but it, the one thing I did like about the character is that it actually does have quite a good like <laughs> character arc. He does. Like he just he has to get does. over his. his his pension for running away. Yeah, he's the he's I mean, the he cowardly lion in the group. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, I there's a part it. of that that I actually he, like about this character. He's the only one that has like a character like arc and development. I feel no, like the boy does too. The boy, <sighs> Taryn does. I feel like his. This is what I felt like when I was watching. I felt like his character arc was stolen away from him by uh, what do we call him? Mugly. Mug- Muggery, <laughs> what? What's this? What's this creature's name? Grun- 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 Grundy. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? It's not Gurgy. 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 Gurgles. Not Grundle. Gurgles. <laughs> Is it Gurgles? I feel like I feel, I feel like Gurgles <laughs> sold Jesus. the kids thunder. I feel like the kid should have been the one that sacrificed himself because he would have had a better arc. I agree, actually. Okay. With that. Yeah. All right, yeah, I can I see that. I agree. He does get he does get shoehorned into this f- film, like like in a he feels very like, it feels like way. he's along for the ride. Like he does, he's never like he's never in charge of the situation. No, the he's only just, time he's ever in charge is like when they get like thrown into a dungeon or something like that, and they need somebody to open the door. Yeah, yeah. I do not like this character. That's like his. <laughs> that's actually his only act. Like if we're if we're talking about like his his if he, if someone's writing a book these are his great acts it yeah. was yeah. opening the door for the boat <laughs> I don't I don't like him as a character either and I don't you know who else I don't like that I don't feel like was necessary the fucking creeper like he was the like the opposite of grungy he was grungy. like he was like yeah grungy. he was the little henchman he was like the, on the other side it's like no one respected him but he was like somehow the number two <laughs> yeah I don't understand really his point I thought no, he, he was a slave he, I think. Remind henchman. Me, he remind me of that uh the cre- I can't remember its name the creature that uh Jabba's like little right hand he's the goddamn parent creature. from Aladdin I liked him so much better than Gurgi I thought Creeper was actually I was like oh, okay that that's like kind of cool like yeah. he's kind of a cool character and I did not think he was a cool character. No, he's cool. Compared to Gurgi, he he's was cool. a shining star. I, I okay. think he's cool looking. Yeah, what was, like, Gurgi? I don't understand what Gurgi's character I mean, next design to, was. Next to Gurgi, like, the witch's like, house was a cool like character. A, like a shih tzu. <laughs> like a, yeah. yeah, he did with and that mustache. was a dog for a while. I, don't know. I thought it was a Schnauzer. dog. Yeah, but it's not a dog. I don't know that he's I thought it was dog. like a a dog bear. I feel like that was like a fashion style it was in like like the baby. 70s or something. It was like a baby. <laughs> to it was like dress a up like a Shaggy shih tzu? blonde hair and a shaggy blonde mustache bouncing around. Dude, do I look like a shih tzu? <laughs> everybody in the uh, 70s, everybody in the 70s was really shih tzuing up their <laughs> yeah. fucking Maybe early 80s. Yeah. <laughs> their fucking closet. The really shih tzu style really of the 1970s. <laughs> Came right after bell bottoms. <laughs> everyone dressed like a shih tzu. 
So after they're in this, where we were was after they're in this dungeon, <laughs> Princess just shows up out of nowhere. She's like, hey, I'm getting out of here. Again, <laughs> another situation where this kid doesn't do anything. Yeah. Just everything happens to him. He gets yeah. saved this yeah. whole film. Yeah, pretty much. Keep going. She, yeah, she just pops up. She's like, I don't know. Hey, I'm the floor. Hey, uh, I'm leaving. You want to come with or what's yeah. up? And that's it. And then they pop in, in Flittle Flams. <laughs> thing. They, they come yeah. across Flittle Flammer. And they're like, hey, you want? Like, hey, you want to go? And he's like, yeah, I want to go. But then the guards show up, and they're like, he's like, you go. And then he runs with them. Yeah, he's like, right. go. we all go. Yeah, we all go. Yeah. And they all go. <laughs> they get out of there. <laughs> then what happens? They go to try to rescue him. That's right. They go to try to rescue who? Flimmer Flammer. <laughs> no, no, they're already out of the castle. They're out of the castle. God damn it! I can't, I can't, I can't keep that's track. That's where I'm going with because my point. Because we're going with every little plot hole. That's yeah. a, can no. we get move this along? That's well, no, we're we're at a point now where they're out of the. So our characters have now they've escaped the clutches of the horned, uh, yeah, king. king, horned yeah. king. Okay, yes. and now they're regrouping. And how did they go from They're here? arguing. First, they're fighting, which, by the way, like when they get in that argument, it seems weird because they're like, well, I did this. Well, I did that. The princess and right. Taryn. But then it immediately goes to them like, I'm sorry I said that. Like there was supposed to be like a whole period in that <laughs> section where it was like they weren't talking like there was this whole makeup moment. Chris, is this a historical fact or is it's this true? Just, this is true. Oh, this is some of the shit that was cut thank out. You. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I just want to make remember. sure this wasn't. Not just, just what like, I wish would be cool. was happening. <laughs> yeah, has <laughs> <laughs> a strong opinion about what would be cool in Black Cauldron <laughs> if they weren't talking for thirty minutes. <laughs> Well, somehow they get like tipped off that they need to go <laughs> yeah, to these fucking witches, right? They need to go like, or no, they get the sword. They get the sword. They get the sword. It's a magical sword. sword. It basically shatters anything on. on yeah. No, but I'm trying to remember. Almost. They're they're at the side of the lake, chilling, being mad at each other. Then there's like, isn't there like a vision that tells them where to go? Shit, man, I don't even know. So here's my point where I was going with. <laughs> oh no, wait, no, no, I know, I remember, I remember. Oh, I want to solve this. Sorry, mystery. I already know the answer. Okay. Uh no, they get swooped into the the tornado thing, and they go into the fairy village, and the fairy takes them to the witches. Remember? Oh yes, that's right. So yeah. the, that that part, the fairies. they get swooped in. Yeah, like they go into the a water. Oh, the pig gets whirlpool. swooped in, and they swooped yes. in with them, and they all go right stuck okay, in there. Okay, and this okay. is where we lose the pig again. Yeah. So here's my point with all <laughs> okay, this. All right. <laughs> I watched this movie. I don't know. Seven times, I feel like, you like literally, really. dude. I, I don't know how many times I, but I was like, did I, I miss something? I have to rewind this, or I would be like, all right, I'm gonna stop the movie and I'll pick it up tomorrow. Or I like, dude, I seriously watched this movie like start to finish four times, and I still feel like I missed so fucking much because I would lose my attention hmm. so much, and then I would turn away for two seconds, and then I turn back. I'm like, wait, how the why is it what? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Where are they? Why are they there? <clears throat> I didn't have that much of a problem. Like, get, like I did. I I watched this movie in just one go, start to finish. Yeah, like I too. I didn't I didn't pause it or feel like I needed to pause it. I mean, but maybe it's just because it's an animated movie, so I give a little more like creative credit. I'm like, whatever. Like, if there's shit that, it's not like it. I don't know why I think that's a different thing, but maybe that's why. But I I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was hard to follow. I felt like it was poorly executed like 
there's chunks of it that are easy to follow, but in my mind, they don't stitch together correctly, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think I think you're exactly right. I, I, it, it feels like a lot of things get, like, everything's, like, serendipitous. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's no real reason why any of this shit's happening. Like, oh, oh, there just happens to be a princess with a magical globe that happens to save this kid. Yeah. And... They well, just again, happen upon the fairies. Kid, like uh, the G- Gertie or whatever the name is. He just finds it. He just stumbles upon him. He literally like, jumps out of a tree stumble. onto him. And it's not like, in, in some fantasy stuff, it's always something weird like, oh, they happen upon a, a, a robber and he's in, like, let's say Willow, right? Yeah, like, they yeah. meet Mad Mardigan because they helped him and then Mad Mardigan ends up getting stuck in the thing. But in this one, it's more like, like the kid gets in danger and some... Something just happens to be he. He's well, the luckiest kid on the planet, is yeah, what it is. That's true, but I mean, the whole thing is the Horn King is coming after them because they want the pig so that they can get the vision, right? But so and, they and get the black time, cauldron. The princess or the bard could just leave, and they don't. They're not like really like locked into this adventure. Adventure. Well, I guess it's just a race to save the the world they live in, right? Isn't that what they're doing? trying I mean, to avoid that's the ultimately dead what it comes down to and, is and taking over the human human race. You just happen to f- come across like three decent people that were willing to sacrifice yeah. their lives for go on this adventure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, and then my other question too, just kind of going over the whole thing too, is at, at the end with that whole movie. So, it, it, what I was like, is the whole point of this? I'm like, are the witches like the most? They're obviously more powerful than the the Horn so King. Here's the thing: there's a there's a whole intro to this movie. Does anybody remember? Do they tell how this evil king or whatever got caught in the cauldron? Because then I, I thought at the end I was like, oh, okay, the witches were the one that put him in it. That Which might be true. I, I don't remember them saying. I how forgot they, how they how they yeah. said it happened, but they do explain it in the beginning. They do. I just don't it. remember. I think they said he tripped and fell in. He just, yeah, accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the, a, ve- a very <laughs> lackluster was, moment yeah. from a new king. He was redecorating and yeah. he was using a chair as a ladder. It's and really we all know how bad that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that ends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you're Trying right. The yeah, they, meet, they meet these years. three witches and, and they have possession of the cauldron, but also like... They're, deal- they're dealers. They seem to have... Godlike powers? They have well, they're godlike witches. P- yeah, but yeah, no. But once they turn into fucking cloud form at the end, <laughs> no, man. I just think they're witches. No, dude. They have powers to where they like witches can't do cloud form. They bring they bring fucking people back from the dead. Yeah, oh, that is true. They literally bring people that back from true. the fucking dead. They have dead. godlike. I mean, by the end of it, like let's yes. just say, like at the beginning, you're thinking like, yeah, right, okay, maybe they're just witches, dude. And they're really into bargaining. Is mm-hmm. anybody else like beginning of it like fucking Odyssey? That's what I thought. I'm like, what? oh, witches, Odyssey, the Odyssey. Really? I no, didn't make it. Hercules. I thought Macbeth, because you know, or Macbeth. <laughs> I just thought another Disney movie like because you have like the three fairies or in, in uh, the Sleeping Titans. Beauty. Wait, isn't there three witches in? Um... It's in the Odyssey, isn't it? The three witches with the three one witches in a lot of Disney, Disney movie. Yeah, there is. Like, <laughs> talking yeah, about like focus. the Oracle. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the three Dude, inches I'm telling you, it's Macbeth. Guys, you guys are fucking wrong. Um. <laughs> Okay, I think it's Greek remembers mythology. The three witches. I think it's Greek mythology. We've seen okay, these cool. kinds of witches before in other Disney things. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, but yeah, these ones are like these ones are these ones are the strongest of them all, Chris. Yeah, they are. They have they have the cauldron, so clearly they're top of their game. Like, and they trade for the sword, which has magical powers, because they think they're tricking them. Uh, by giving them a cauldron that nobody can use or open right, right. or and activate. Which, by the way, I gotta say, 
this is where the mo- movie really lost me. Okay. okay, because the three witches then explain what this bit like. Well, you, they can't do anything with it, so that's why they bargain it. They think it's mm. a totally like yeah. like a win or win win situation for them, but. When they tell him why it's useless to him, all it is is, well, to stop the king and and destroy the cauldron, you would need to jump yourself into the cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. Commit right? suicide, basically. Which, like, really? Like, no one would do that? Like, I, I, to me, I feel like there are plenty of people on this earth that are willing to sacrifice their life for their family and loved ones and to end world pain. Yeah, but like, not in this world. Yeah, it's like it's they make it sound like this is a literal brick wall like it's impenetrable. Yeah. Because no one has ever thought, yeah, I'd sacrifice myself so everyone else <clears> in the <throat> world can be happy. Like I feel like that's such a long con to think that nobody in that group would do it. I agree, dude. Possibly. Right. I totally Possibly. agree. But someone does agree to do it. Yeah. That's the I mean that's that's a weird thing and, and, and the weirdly unlikely person well, I th- I like the way they set it up to really tug on your heartstrings they here with Gergi because kill the fluffy. I, thing. First of all, I thought this was like the most annoying character in the film. But in this moment, like when he starts, uh, you know, basically saying Taryn has lots of friends, Gergi has no friends, and you yeah. know, and then throws Stop himself off goddamn apples, yeah. <laughs> and then throws yeah, himself of off, <laughs> basically sacrificing slash killing, committing suicide, right, you know, for, for the, the for cause the sake of the thing. Yeah, and the fact that he, he had to point out his life was so sad, anyways, that right. it, you know his life didn't matter as much as Taryn. So and, and so like and this would have you... ended as a great film. See, Kyle, that's how you win at the end, right? Like I said, it would be sad and somber, but you have a character that's grown. And yet, the weird thing about it is, like, fifteen minutes later, it's like the the Horn King is just like, well, now we need another body to throw in there. Yeah, and I don't understand where the fuck this goes. Creeper like, was this supposed to? That, right? Doesn't yeah, creeper? creeper suggest maybe put another body in? I thought he did because yeah, right. the yeah, arm the army starts collapsing and creepers just and creeper trying to save his ass. He's just like, uh, why don't you just try throwing another body in and there? Then, That'll and probably then do it. The Horn King says, "Okay, I'll pick your body." Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But here's the thing: where's the logic <laughs> why behind are you staring it? Staring at me. <laughs> One, like, why didn't what the witches say come out to be true? Like, is was it like what? What do you, what do you mean didn't come out to be true? Which part? They say straight up, if you want to destroy the cauldron, somebody has to sacrifice their life. Right. Yes. Gurgi does it. Yes. And what What was he, like, too short? Like, I meant somebody that was, like, a real-life human. What do you mean? Like, somebody it, it, at does least it. Is... it does it. Yeah. It does it. It, it does stop, it. It stops the... It stops the army. It yeah. starts reversing everything, and it creates a vacuum and pulls all the evil that it spewed out already back into it. So is the understanding that the Horn King came from the Black Cauldron? No. What? No, no, I think you're getting a little ahead it. of yourself because what we didn't talk about when they actually activate the army, you know, when the when the army Wait, actually You are cauldron born. Right. He throws the yeah, cauldron born. <laughs> Maybe it's like pet cemetery, like you have to bury your own. What I'm saying to me is it just seemed like to me like Gurgi's body like yeah. Was like it, it was enough to rile the cauldron. No, it totally stopped the evil. Mm-hmm. It, it completely the evil. it created the chain reaction that's stopping the evil. But it seemed like when so you're saying okay, so what you're saying is is when the Horn King gets sucked in. Yeah, yeah. his body is not what creates it to explode. No, no, no. He, it just he just he gets sucked in before the thing explodes. Yeah, yes. he gets sucked in. Okay. He's like one of the last things to get sucked into it, and then the thing's just like. Poof, See, done. I took it as I took it as like Gurgi's body like. 
wasn't quite enough, but if we get a, if we had, that's, a, that's if we a, had a horn, what, king, a, what a weird, that would really do <laughs> what the a, What a weird angle to roll with for the last couple of days leading up yeah. to our conversation. <laughs> it was just too time. small. <laughs> that's why it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, like if a grown adult went, it would have been like boop. Done. Yeah. Mm, oh, fine. Thank you. It's got to yeah. pull that evil back in. So you have, to have that, you have to have that dramatic moment where, where, pounds where, the he, where the hero might get sucked into it, and then we finally get rid of our protagonist, and he gets sucked in, ripped to shreds. That was skin, the skin ripped off. That was skin. the point in yeah. this that I was watching, and I was like, really? This went by Disney. We're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah it's definitely the most violent part of the. Like, do you think the guy who was animating was just like, and flesh gets shredded here? This seems strange. Are we doing this? Okay, we're doing this. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt so... That's the one part that felt so out of place. Dude, mm. the other thing, too, is, like, it felt like this movie, I, I felt a lot like, I was like, okay, this is where it's going to end. And this movie just didn't end. Oh, no, yeah, it doesn't Again, go back to, Return, uh, to Lord of the Rings, man. Like, Yeah, let's do five endings to yeah. get to the point. we got to tie <laughs> yeah. up every possible thing. Right, because they, they, they leave, and it's... Game over, we won. And then the three witches come back down. Yeah. And I guess they decide they don't want the fucking sword anymore. Mm-mm. They want the cauldron, but they're they're down for a deal. So they're willing to deal, right. wheel and deal to get what they want. I took it as they're like they're very hyper focused on the what's in front of them now and they don't care what they trade okay. for. I was it. I was I was under the impression that they were like, All right, so we've played with the sword and it's totally not as cool yeah. as that cauldron. Yeah. Like that's what I got. At first, I I got actually. A lot of weird shit to be from honest, film, they they offer that up to him. They're like, "What would you trade? How about your sword back and to like, make you a big not, warrior?" I'm not a warrior, but he doesn't take it. I'm a big hand. No, he doesn't take it. He ta- he does. He goes the hero route, and he said, "I just want uh, Grungy back, Grundle, <laughs> Grendels, Grendels back, Grendels back, Grungy." <laughs> Yeah, so Gurgi, he asked for he Gurgi, to read Gurgi Oh, and... girdles. <laughs> and then, like, and at first they're like, play this game where they're like, nobody can do that. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, never mind. Yeah, then, totally fiddle, <laughs> and then Fiddle Faddle's like, fiddle fucking call your ass out. Guess you're, fa- guess you're not a good witch after yeah, all. Yeah, no, Fiddle Faddle pulls That's the Aladdin. That's a weird yeah. move. No, he pulls the Aladdin. He does what he does to Genie. He's like, oh, well, I guess you're not this almighty powerful Genie. How are you going to get us out of this cave? Poof, out of the cave. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but. And didn't waste a wish. Poof, poof. Oh. girdles is back. Yeah, didn't waste a wish on the present like Chris would. Yeah, no, that, I, yeah. That, wait, what was your problem with that? That he called him out. It just seemed weird. Like the witches want the cauldron. Like, what was the? If there was, was like it, just was had it a truly moment. very taxing to them? Would it really suck out a lot of their power or something? Like, it, to me, I'm trying to figure out. Why would the witches be like, dude? Do you think like, that's too hard? Like at this point, no, yeah, I, totally. I'll no, give you your friend no, back think, for the fucking cauldron. Th- no, well, Fluter challenges the witches' powers, which causes them to bring back Gurgi. Yeah, I don't think if look, look if you got the power to bring back the dead, I don't think you just throw it around, right? That's like that's like a back pocket offer. They're willing they, to give this was a away sa- this a was super a, powerful this sword. This was a sales negotiation. They offered the sword up. You just give away a super powerful sword. No, they probably I... figured they would find a way to get the sword back because they're witches. They tend to do shit like that. So they probably figured, I think they don't even have a discussion. We're like, we'll give them the sword and we'll just get it back. We'll end up with both. They have that discussion. I thought they had the conversation about the Because they the literally cauldron. have powers of gods. But the cauldron was like, they'll realize they can't do anything with it and we'll yeah. get the sword out. I mean, honestly, dude, it's like, it's classic fucking like villainy shit, right? You challenge them, you're like, yeah, you can't do this. And they fucking do it. Yeah. yeah but again, out of sheer arrogance. Yes. What I mean yeah. is, and I guess I think this is just, I guess the overall theme that I'm trying to get 
to with this movie is that I feel like every like little explanation got shoehorned in with like bad writing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I don't know. Like just fucking like we should have a moment where like they don't know if Grungi is gonna come back to life. How are we gonna do it? I don't know. Like the witches don't. Well, that do feels it. yeah. That shit. feels like cookie cutter because you always yeah. have like the level one at the end is like, did he make it? Oh, he did. Happy ending. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's the, standard Disney the, the, shit, the man. The second one had to happen where the witches are just like, oh, it's too hard for us. Dude, I think you're reading really deep into I that scene. I want my films to make sense, Kyle. I feel yeah. like you're reading so deep into that scene. So deep. You need to like. Right, you need to get. You need. You need. You know what? You need. You need to. You need to get that pile of dirt you dug and so put deep. that back in that hole. All right, fine. We'll let it go. I we'll let that it go. Hole up. So deep. Put that ass to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to talk more about like the adultness of the of oh, the, the cartoon, ma- the maturity of it. Yeah, and I do want to talk about the adult nature of this film. Like the like there there it does deal with some like <laughs> dark themes. Well, it deals with dark themes. It also deals with like sexual, like like sexualizing. What? Yeah, for sure, dude. Like the tits on oh, display oh, oh, in he this is movie. Absolutely like, right there is that scene with that that one horny witch. <laughs> I like oh, a strong yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs> ends up stuck in her breasts as a frog. <laughs> as a frog. <laughs> breasts. Yeah. I Dude, feel that like that happens in a lot of di- old Disney no, movies. No, man. You're, think- you're thinking of The Last Unicorn? Yeah. Because that's not definitely something movie. that happens in The Last Unicorn, no, but there's I, not a Disney film no, where things start bullshit. getting stuck. Which one? There's, the, w- Dude, in fucking, what's the other one you named? Uh, Sword of Stone, dude. Like, Is there a scene? There's a fucking squirrel, sexy squirrel scene. Well, but it's not no, no, like no, no. I'm talking cleavage. about yeah, Yes, it is. It's like a booty squirrel. It's like a woman-shaped squirrel. It's a booty squirrel. I'm not talking about squirrel. <laughs> I'm not talking about some Pepe Le Pew bullshit. Yeah, that's what but it is. Like, that shit happens. No, but the sexualization the of they sexualize creatures. Things. Also, the also the 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 decaying corpses and the and the blood that they used and like the violence that they had in this and I feel like was even even though it was cut down apparently like still has a lot more of that than you see. In pretty much anything else, like I would even say, like more than Watcher in the Woods, like that's more of like a mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know it didn't not... take me aback because it doesn't feel like a Disney film, so it didn't make me think like, wow, what? this in a Disney film. Agree, one hundred percent. This with definitely you. feels like DreamWorks. No, I feel I got the Disney what? vibe. on No, it. this felt like I was like I was like, oh, this is like Fire and Ice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like... This is a Frizzetti. No, that's this a is a Frizzetti story. Yeah. <laughs> this whole movie looked like a Frizzetti painting. But they can't go as... They can't Frizzetti. Go, they can't go as far because fucking it's Disney. You know what I mean? It's like they got Fazoli. Nah, it just didn't feel Disney, man. So it's like these things that were like... it. That's why the whole time I was watching it, I was just like... It wasn't until the very end where I thought, wow, this is a Disney film? You know what I mean? Like, because it, it didn't feel like it. So then when you see shocking shit, it just felt like... A last unicorn, or, or like a like yeah. a secret and Nim situation. Yes, like, like the, yeah, these. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it felt like it, it felt like an, a movie animated by an independent studio with their own story, and they don't yeah. have to abide by the Disney kind of because like, they missed the ideas. Disney charm and comedy element. There's a very specific comedy just, and just charm. Think, I just think a lot. Movies. What you like if you're talking about Disney and stuff like that? Like those are all musicals, man. Yeah, and true. they always have some like amazing score to them. That's true. Yeah, really, no. and I feel like yep. if this had some sword and stones not musical 
Okay, to keep but on Sword going. Sword in the Stone, can I be honest? Sword of the Stone's not like one of the ones that like you go to Disneyland and people are like, I want Sword in the Stone shit. No, yeah, that's true. Nobody fucking no, it's, cares. No, uh, it's all about the frozen. I don't know. Everybody seems to get the same picture of them trying to remove the sword from the stone. There is well, the, the sword from they're... the stone. But oh, yeah. snap! In, in no this case, se- though. It's not selling uh, you know, mugs or anything. In this case, though, this was around that era when they were doing more. They were doing musical stuff at this time in the 80s, right? Like, they were doing musical stuff back to the 70s, dude. Yeah, I mean, they've, yeah, they've yeah. always. All That's always been stuff. part of their yeah. like charm is like you're getting a beautiful story, but you're also getting like an amazing. Well, wait score a minute. Does Bambi have music? Have, have a, uh, it's not singing. Yeah. I think what you're talking about is singing. This, this, yeah, this movie has a beautiful. Like score. the 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 singing stuff isn't until like the '90s, right? No, no I mean no, no, Snow White Snow had White tons of sings. songs. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Well, okay, they've always had a crash-drill music and shit. Bippity-boppity-boo. He's like, bitch. He's like, I lost the pig. Cinderella, definitely. I can't find the pig. Someone help me find the pig. Where could be the pig? Where could be the pig? Oh, man. I think think we need to, like, anything we need to group, regroup here. That's what I'm saying. It's a good song, though. It's a good, you know, it's a musical. I'm not, not going to lie. See, it was a pretty fucking solid yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. There's a two-headed dragon over there. Oh, no. I got a lot of vi- <laughs> I got a lot of vibes on some of the horror stuff that they did in this from, like, some of the other Disney films. Dude, like, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, the visual of the Horn King is fucking awesome. It is. The Horn King is fucking badass. Yeah, he's cool pretty cool. Fuck. It's cool as fuck. His voice is good. Yeah, that 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 character will say definitely looks like uh, it was pulled out of fire and ice for sure. That's John Hurt, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. see the voice there. Hell yeah. They had a great. I mean, the, the voice actors in these are like they all pretty solid. I hate, I didn't like Taron. I didn't well, like Gergi. Okay, Gergi okay, okay. was. I like Taron. You know, like Taron. Gergi's. I don't like Taron. He's but I think whiny, I didn't like him just because I didn't like his character. Gergi's yeah. really like the he's the he's the fucking Jar Jar Binks of the movie. Let's be honest. He is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They try to make him the hero, but you really fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I feel I feel like you've dropped all these references about what Gergi's like, except Smeagol, which is the most obvious. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like Smeagol. No, I like Smeagol though. But he's a weird thing though that 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 huh. that, that weird f- version of Smeagol doesn't show up until the Peter Jackson one. I don't remember Peter Jackson one, so Google it. I, I dude, I do not remember the animated Fellowship of the Ring, so I can't uh, even have this conversation with you like that, dude. I've seen. I, I think I own it. I need to watch. I haven't seen it. It's watch a Ralph it in a while. Box, yeah. yeah, I own. Let's take a break. You know what? Let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we will rate this motherfucking mammer jammer. My, such a brave pants. A pig boy, a scullery maid, and a broken-down minstrel. Perhaps it may interest you to see what fate has in store for you. (laughs) Now I call on my army of the dead. The Cauldron Born. All right, we're back. We're talking about the Black Cauldron. Let's say we rate this mammer jammer. Woo! Mike, how many cauldron boys are we rating? How many gurgies are we gurgles? How, how many grundle? How many grundies? Yeah, what you are say? We how many yeah. gurgies are we gonna Chris, gurgle? We're gonna rate this grundies. <laughs> grundies. <Yeah>. Grundies. <laughs> uh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, grundies. Cool. You know grundies. It is. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I'm going to come in at two Grundies. I'm going to come at two Grundies. Well, I enjoy the animation and um, some of the storytelling elements in it. It just doesn't connect well. 
Um, that 12 minutes that's missing, I feel really hurts this movie. And there's just other things too, that just is like, you have to put a lot of the pieces together your own. Like they don't, they don't like, I don't know. Things aren't fed to you as good as they could be without being spoon fed to you. They just, sometimes I feel like they just fucking miss your mouth on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want this bite too bad, (laughs) you know, and just whip it around. So I don't know. and, And like I said before, it's missing that Disney charm. There's, like I said, there's cool elements about this movie. Like the, the horn King's really cool looking. The visuals of this is cool. Uh, I really enjoyed actually the the score of this film. I thought that was really really well done. Um, it's just, yeah, uh, something's missing. It's not, there's something not there. Mm. And I had to like watch it like seven times because I just felt like I was missing something. And I think it's just yeah, sh- shoddy uh, storytelling. So two, two Grundies for me, Chris. Uh. Well, first time watch and, uh, you know, being familiar with some of the dark Disney films, but also definitely familiar with like the popular Disney films like Robin Hood and Sword in the Stone and growing up on all that stuff. Uh, I actually had fun uh, going into this one. Um, It was one that, you know, I I had heard a little bit about like, oh, it's a, you know, it's, it's darker themed. It's a little bit more like has to do with death and stuff like that. And So, you know, going into it, I'll agree, though, like right off the bat, the characters I did, I did not connect with. I thought they were not as likable as most of the Disney characters that you see in a lot of the other films. So, you know, I found the the lead protagonist, uh, Taryn, to be pretty annoying. Grundy uh, (laughs) was annoying. Um, But there were some elements that I also liked. I do think the animation style did feel a lot like Disney, especially in the scary moments like the when the cauldron's bubbling over and the smoke is, you know, bringing the dead back to life. I don't know why that just looked like the colors that they used. It definitely reminded me of other Disney films. Um, You know, there was there was uh, enough that I liked about this. Uh, film that I, I can't be too hard on it. I know it is disjointed, but I think after reading about it and why that is, I give it a little bit more leeway because I'm I'm really intrigued to know what the what was cut out. Like I could have actually made this a better film, but uh, instead we did get it a little bit just disjointed story because of the editing. Um, a lot of hands in the pot. It took a long time to make this movie and it just flopped. And I think maybe it, it is a cult film for that reason, like that it, it kind of just was doomed from the get go, it seemed like. But it still exists out there and it is part of the Disney catalog, even if they try to shun it away. I'm going to give it three. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say definitely check it out. It's kind of a fun watch, but. Um, I agree with a little bit of Cody on the fact that you get a little lost and it takes your attention out of the film because of the disjointedness and the lack of liking the characters enough. Kyle, man, dare I say, dare it. I dare, dare I say disappointed. Wow. Um, And who Chris? No, I, (laughs) (laughs) I've been really looking forward to watching this movie because of like, I, I I just, I, I'm really intrigued and entranced by the, the, the dark Disney history. And those films definitely have a tone and they have a style and a lot of them after you watch them, you're like, yeah, these kind of all fit in this funny little group. This movie just feels so 
out of place. I don't feel like it ever went dark enough and it didn't go Disney enough. It was, I'm going to echo a lot of what we've said in this podcast, what Cody said in his review. It's disjointed. Uh, The characters aren't exactly like likable. The story doesn't feel like it has like a really linear path that this this main character goes on. And the thing I dislike the most is their main character doesn't even get himself a redeeming moment. He doesn't even get to be the hero that he thinks he is or that he's put into these heroic situations and the guy literally opens a gate for a boat in this movie. Like that's his act of her- heroic heroism. Heroism? <laughs> yeah. Heroism. <laughs> we'll go with that. So yeah, I'm coming in at a two on this one. Like Mm, Man, I, right. I, I wanted more, but at the end of the day, it just feels like a subpar, like, you know, independent, uh, like, animation studio film. So, yeah, two for me. Michael Salusio, where do you stand? How many Grundies? Uh, I got to give this two and a half Grundies. Like, <laughs> I, I, no, I knew going into this, I was going to do it two and a half. Um, so like, this was one of those films as a kid that I remember I had on VHS, and going into it, I was ready to expect that, like, like when I watched the Never Ending Story, like that immediate, like I totally remember the scene, I totally remember that part, I totally like. And this film, I was like, yeah, I don't really remember much of this film. And then I remember, I think about it, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I liked this film when I was a kid. I think this was one of those films where I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch a fucking Black Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's just, um, and for all the reasons that you guys said to me, and, like, it's disjointed, everything seems shoot, hit, shoot in, like, all this, uh, the story doesn't make a lot of sense, and there's no music, and the, and the character development isn't, it really suffers. That's the thing. I, you know what? Actually, I'm going to say that. I think that's the thing that misses the most from this from other Disney films is that almost all of their characters are really well developed. Like, they have a good understanding of where they came from, what they're doing, their their wants and needs, and by the end of it, they find some sort of, like, thing. It's like, yeah. just follows that typical musical pattern. And this film doesn't. It's like, okay, so some kid, like, doesn't really want to be a pig farmer, but at the end, he like, I guess he's like, yeah, I guess I'm a pig farmer. Like, it's just like, I don't yeah. understand. That's really all that happens. Like, yeah. yeah, so I decided to be a warrior for a little bit and realized, yeah, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of like, all right, so you didn't really have a want or need. Like, it never got met. Uh, anyways, like, I could go on and on and on, but two and a half is all that Bot Cauldron will be getting from me today. <laughs> two and a half from Mike. All right, guys, that is our show for this week. Do us a favor. Head over to uh, any social media platform like Facebook. Follow us there. Uh, Instagram, Colt Film, at Colt Film and Review. Uh, Twitter, at Colt Film underscore Review. Make sure you check out ColtFilmAndReview.com. Put in your request for reviews and pick up a T-shirt. And then uh, May 10th, Phoenix Film Bar, Buffalo 66 with the crew. Cold film crew, that is. Not the Motley crew. Very busy. Uh, Chris, they can get tickets where? Thefilmbarphx.com. That is correct. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. I don't know that why. is correct. I, I'm losing control of the yeah. ship here at the just, end of the just, night. Sorry. Just, I'm tired. You know what? You know what, Cody? Fade out. I'm going to fade out real quick. You can follow Kyle. <laughs> 
You can follow me on Instagram at coltfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at coltfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Snapchat and Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>